So that was um, an amazing song that John did the last video that uh, blew me away. It's beautiful, and uh, I had to I had to upload it on the channel because it captures so much of uh, this journey and um, and what it is that uh, we're going through as though as people, masters, light workers waking up. So this is inspired by comments back and forth on Zen 85's site, and it has to do with the importance and the catalyst for making the most of this uh, journey. Um, maybe I'll just say I appreciate all the love and support that came in on the video that I did, or the live uh, session, healing session. Um, it's uh, that it was unexpected. Um, I, I have some healing to do too. We all do. I mean, you can't control, uh, and you shouldn't control, the flow of emotions. Um, I'm pretty good at it, so that had to be <laughs> that was that had to be pretty pretty strong. But uh, we have those days, and they're good days. They release. Um, it's like tears. They re they release. Uh, they re it's a form of release, and it's physics. Um, it's a purification of self. So, and this is maybe yeah a great way to step into this recording here, and it has to do with the importance of. I don't want to say it in a specific way because there's too many parts to it, but essentially, to make the most of this ascension. This is about a process of getting to know yourself so that you can step into your authentic self in your life. You face the fears. You figure out who you are. There's lots of things that happen in this storm that isn't, it's 2020 storm, but the dark night of the soul is, is a long storm that shows us things uh, so that we can move in a different direction. It uh, destroys parts of our lives so that we'll let go. It reveals new things about us. It brings us into a higher state of conscious awareness because we're releasing um, negativity, releasing polarized energy, consciousness. We're balancing it out. But the reason this is, okay, the re this particular recording, and I have touched on or talked about this before, the catalyst is self-love. During the dark night of the soul, the process of awakening and learning uh, about yourself, who you are going within, we discover an incredible amount of information about reality and how reality works. And it's a healing process that releases the past and brings us into self-worth. And this is, this is the beginning of self-love. Self-love is, um, it's understanding who we are. Understanding who we are gives us self-worth and self-worth is the um, frequency we align with. In other words, whatever reality we're experiencing, it's the frequency we embody. If you truly love yourself, then you're aligning with the reality of love. You're aligning with that frequency. So for simplicity, this is why surrender, allowing yourself to heal, allowing yourself to take the time to heal, allowing yourself to go within, to uh, see the value of being locked down, even if it's a fake uh, catalyst, it's still a catalyst, and it's uh, it's part of the healing process. So um, that's it in a nutshell. 
self-love, understanding who you are as spirit within the human or God or source or consciousness, love within the human, and then going through the process of understanding that as who you are, you're not just the human, you're spirit within the human taking humanity forward. This isn't the first being that you have been. We live many lifetimes here, I believe, maybe up to a couple of thousand or somewhere near there. Uh, we keep coming back and coming back. We expand consciousness through experiences. We pick up a lot of heavy weight. And this is the lifetime that we're releasing, at least one lifetime, perhaps many lifetimes before this. Because I came in pretty heavy, and I came in as though um, I just felt lost and not at home, into the planet, born into the planet, to be clear. Uh, by the you know age of two and a half or three, I just felt out of place, displaced, not home, alone, lonely. Um, and you and I carried that through my life, like many uh, light workers carried things that were heavy through your lifetime, until we realized we could drop karma, we could drop the soul plan. There was no nothing to hold us back anymore except the shadows and illusions of fear that um, that we were experiencing because we didn't understand how reality worked we didn't understand that reality is a reflection of what we hold inside until we went within we kept fighting the outside trying to fix it so that we could live more comfortably and realizing that it was getting just heavier and harder because we carry a frequency that was rising because the electromagnetic field patterns of earth were changing which was changing human consciousness it was human consciousness was expanding <coughs> as though <coughs> excuse me as though a um a limiter had come off and for those that were ready uh, they would shoot up into an awareness which would be multi-dimensional awareness for many of us awareness of other timelines and you don't get that unless you've lived many lifetimes here because you have to have an expanded consciousness that's ready to spring forward when the limitations are released or perhaps you break through those limitations some masters have done that in the past because they didn't carry the weight of karma or soul plans that came in potentially clean and uh, were, were able to rise above uh, very quickly to become real masters so the true mastery and the power of mastery in the physics of miracles is the frequency of love that masters uh, embodied which means that somebody who's sick with a low frequency let's say in a slave mentality low frequency and fear of the outside world not really that realizing that that's a reflection of what they hold within caught in a catch-22 their frequency begins to rise in the environment frequency or the light body or macabre of the master and this is why self-love and uh, healing self-worth it was is mastery that's the catalyst if you want to align with a version of reality that is in love with you then you must be in love with yourself and to be in love with yourself means you have to know yourself and to know yourself means you know God because spirit is inside and to know yourself is to see through the illusion and the ego to the awareness and to the love the unconditional love of awareness behind the human senses <clears throat> and that's it in another nutshell I don't think there's much more to talk about and I just want to keep these short this whole I, I'll go into a little bit more just uh, about th this experience you might find as Zan and I were Zan 85 and I were talking back and forth that your passions are changing that you're seeing you're experiencing things now in the storm of 2020 that are making you rethink maybe what you truly want rather than being somebody who's going to be let's say a healer or opening a center or a psychic or whatever you might be and it could be just regular type work but in an 
but from a frequency of uh, where you're awake and you're capable of dealing with people in a, in a new way, in a balanced, uh, non-fearful, non-defensive, um, non-judgmental kind of way that will attract people because as you stop judging them, they become attracted <clears throat> to you more as just the way that people did with the masters and followed the, the masters kind of thing. It's um, You're creating a different vibe and I just want to lose track here. But yes, you may f- you may find that things are changing because you're getting to experience things maybe you've never th- thought you would experience, or you're reacting differently. Myself, um, I I believe I'll be on a remote, isolated farm teaching people who truly want to learn and growing organic food and medicine and maybe uh, tinctures and things like uh, I don't know Bob and Santa or something like that, something to help with lucid dreaming and different things um, that help us. Uh, come into a better understanding of ourselves. And this also speaks to plant medicines like ayahuasca or um, marijuana or other drugs, even drinking. It doesn't matter what it is. If you uh, take a drug and you come up, the, the, the vibe comes up uh, to the level of that drug, um, then you you explore more of reality. You come into a higher vibe, which is a higher frequency of awareness, but then you can crash, you come down again. Excuse me. Eventually, you'll rise above the frequency of the drug, and you just you, you would just bring yourself down. For those that get paranoid smoking uh, marijuana or something, uh, which if I smoked marijuana, that would be what happened. It was always like that for me. I never got high. I got deeply introspective and more like a Pink Floyd explosion of perspectives that weren't always happy. They were never really happy. I could have fun, so I just never really got into it because it was dropping my vibe. Um, the only way to escape was really drinking. I got really happy, and so on the week. But I'd give my stuff away because <laughs> just get too happy. And uh, so on the weekend, it was a great way for me to um, see from a new perspective. But it was, you know, it it's, it takes a toll on yourself and family and stuff like that because it's, you know, even a happy weekend uh, drunk is not something that uh, is fun for people who aren't drinking. It also, you know, wears you down. And uh, and now these days, I don't like to have my consciousness. Um, foggy or um, out of my natural state of being because it's come up so high that uh, I don't like the fluctuations. I think a lot of us understand that now, that we like the neutrality, the the center position. I don't like being extremely uh, happy or extremely sad. One tends to lead to the other like a natural cycle for one. and I, you know, it's not to say that I don't want to bring my frequency up into higher vibrational, into a higher vibrational state of being of joy, but I need to bring it there naturally in the sense of bringing it up where it's steady and it stays there, like a, like a Buddha or a Dalai Lama, potentially, or where you're just, you can smile, you understand, you're detached, you get it. You are uh, part of the show, you're playing a role, but you're not here to control the life path of others, you're not here to uh, circumvent the life lessons or um, the free choice of others. You're here to set an example by the way we live and act and by being non-judgmental. So um, this whole uh, storm is showing people exactly what maybe what they don't want so that they will choose what they do want and peace, simplicity, community. We are seeing people in the United States, the riots, um, we're seeing them lose support lightning fast, even from those who, who are promoting or wanted to promote it. 
um, we're seeing that low vibrational actions are not getting the support anymore and we're seeing people defend their communities and so I've always had an eye to the national I was talking about this today national product development import export that kind of thing um, it was I was never looking at a local market really because I was it was just the way I was I was always a big picture person but now uh, potentially Chris was a massive catalyst there's videos about Chris bef um, a few videos back if you're interested but Chris um, Chris was somebody I met who had a great impact in my life for a variety of different reasons and it was definitely planned anybody who's awake would see that this is just an absolute planned thing to happen potentially to help me ground not it's not all about me I mean it's impacted many different people certainly um, there's other schools of thought as to you know is Chris completely gone or is Chris in a different reality you know what I mean because there's other timelines and frequencies but um, the point is it was a very pivotal point and although I have a passion for helping people and maybe homeless and um, it doesn't you know it, there's no particular flavor of wanting to help people it's just if I'm there and I can help then typically I help if I can, but I'm also learning as lightworkers are how to help without becoming emotionally drained or um, stepping into somebody else's karma or interfering with somebody's soul plan or journey kind of thing. So you just, you essentially, again, back to leading by example. But the point is this, um, it shows me things that I don't want, you know, and it shows me things that I do want. And it takes me back to community. We can only really change the world by changing um, ourselves because that aligns us to a different frequency, a new reality. It uh, also stands to reason that that's going to be in our community. Um, it's not going to be me impacting um, some sort of environment 3,000 miles away. I mean, if I can't have an impact directly around me in my community, then um, I'm, I'm sort of distracted by, you know, I'm just, I don't want to, anyway. The point is it's, it's coming back to community, and I can see that now. And that community means everything is going to be natural. Natural, it's a... Uh, it's just going to come back to community. And we're seeing that happen. We're seeing all of the things that are happening out there in the storm driving people back to community. They're not interested in, uh, yeah, they're not interested, more and more so, they're not interested in the dramas that are playing ar around the globe so much. They just want, in, they want to come back to community. And I don't know how, how to say it, but, you know, the globalism is breaking apart, industry is decentralizing, um, families starting to recognize the value of family and community, the, the value of community, and um, and I, you know, quite honestly, I, you know, we were Dean and I were talking about what does this look like, and I don't know how it plays out, but when you're looking at communities coming into um, a new state of being, I don't see companies like Walmart in there or McDonald's or franchises, global franchises that take the money out of the community and put it into a corporation somewhere else, <coughs> excuse me, in the world, um, when I just, I don't see it working like that. I, I mean, I see local farmers growing food and selling it within communities. It's not going backward. It's going back to nature. 
you can only suck the lifeblood out of the world so you know out of communities for so long until there's nothing left until it becomes the two people have to work the children are in in an institution people are more sick they're not happy the quality of life is gone the value of homes is has uh, tripled compared to the wages there's just no life left there's no point in living anymore so I see companies like Walmart just kind of I don't know why how they'll destruct but I if there's a place, it's a very different business model. It would have to be that the corporation itself doesn't is more like, let's say, I don't know, maybe a Patreon or or something that takes very little. That it's essentially it's operating in a way that benefits the community rather than sustains itself by you know the blood, sweat, and tears of the community. It would be a yeah a blockchain torrent type of a model where the community benefits from it, not the corporation. The corporation, um, yeah, you know what I mean? It, w- it would just be decentralized. It would be something that, you know, like it would just come back to co-op. I mean, I just don't see a Walmart operating there. I don't know how, how it uh, plays out. But uh, I see media, for example, like the big me- media moguls, they're just going to die. You know what I mean? What happened to the local newspaper? Well, it got taken over by, you know what I mean, the media moguls. I think it's coming back to local. And definitely meet mainstream media. It's already decentralized to alt media. Um, I don't know how with an 8% trust rate that the mainstream media survives at all, except that there was so much money pulled from the communities around the globe that I guess they can just sort of feed on that while they try to destroy uh, communities around the globe for globalism. Anyway, so I see that playing out. I see community centers. I don't know. I just visualize, and this is the visualization. The kids back in the playgrounds, not worried about you know going to uh, going anywhere or being shot because somebody is snapped in a sick society. You know, I mean, being able to go to the beach, being able to listen to the media and get real news and good news. Why the hell are we always reporting the bad news when we know that good news vibes things up? It focuses our attention and our focus of consciousness. Uh, onto higher vibrational things, which means we move away from the low vibe. We keep focusing on low vibe. All we're going to do is move towards the low vibe. Low vibe shit happens. Low vibe shit will continue to happen. But it doesn't mean we need to promote it. It doesn't mean we need to focus everybody's attention on it and scare the shit out of everybody. Right? And we know that. And it's just the physics. And so people within their communities can deal with the low vibe shit in the community. We don't have to nationalize it or put it into international territory so that we have this media system promoting all the worst of the worst news internationally and pumping it into each community. I mean, fuck, no wonder we blew up in in this fashion. So that's what I see. And obviously new tech coming out. You know what I mean? The new tech, it's going to change everything. It changes everything. It's, it decentralizes everything. It makes everything just completely different when you realize what free energy is. Free energy from your from your home to your car to whatever it may be. You know what I mean? It just it's all now it's free energy, you know, apart from the machine that drives it. <clears throat> and uh, there you go. So I don't need to harp on. You've heard all this stuff before. So we're doing fine. We're in a hotel and we're going to be here for a month and maybe it's two months. I don't know because there's nowhere to go. We're in the storm. I realize what I want and I have all along, you know, but there's no going back. You can't go back to the fear paradigm. You can't say, okay, well, you know, you know, if this doesn't work out, then I got to go back. There's no backup plan. You're in a higher state of awareness. Anything except moving forward towards your inner truth 
is the fear paradigm. And the fear paradigm doesn't even exist anymore. It's an echo of its former self. There's just this pool, and I was discussing this too in an email, there's just a pool of consciousness, and you're choosing from this pool, from these experiences, where you're going to anchor. And by anchoring, it means where you're putting your focus of consciousness. And if you want to go all the way to be the master that could sit in one spot and people can actually heal from your presence, then you're going to go all the way and continue to align to the frequencies of your inner truth. And now it doesn't mean you're going to be a master healer. Maybe you're going to be a master musician. Maybe you're going to be a teacher. Maybe you're going to be an inventor. Maybe you're going to run a local farm or grocery. It doesn't make any difference. We're all here to play the puzzle. The key was to align to a frequency of love, which means getting back to the state of knowing yourself is to love yourself, is to love God, is to love all others, uh, because you can see past the illusions of fear. The illusions of fear just being a shadow on the wall. You have to step into the light. Let the shadow go away. You know, go within. And then the shadow is gone. We keep fighting with the shadow. We know that. It's it's just a catch-22, self-perpetuating fear, creating fear. We are the creators, and we align to the reality we want. I mean, we, this is the physics of consciousness. Consciousness in this galaxy, uh, well, consciousness determines the physics. So where do we align to? It has to be our inner truth. It has to be to who we truly are. Because that's the plan. That's the unit. That's the plan. If we everybody could just be who they are, then we would align and come together, not in fear, but in uh, harmony. And that uh, brings us full circle back to one of the first powerful messages I received, and that was fight for your life to have harmony inside. Then the outside aligns. You're aligned to uh, you know a reality with harmony, and that's it. So. If you have the opportunity not to go within, to be quiet, to allow the storm to play out, whatever it is somewhere out there, each of us has the eye of the storm that we can step into, but it means letting go of the fear of tomorrow and allowing ourselves to shift bit by bit by bit into frequencies or timelines that reflect this increasing trust, faith, love, inner truth, inner harmony, um, and these catalysts that play out will continue, as Julia said to me, her ability to uh, channel is extraordinary. She was the one that said that I would be doing a live healing session in a week, and I didn't see how that was possible unless I was in a hotel, and here we are, and I'd already volunteered at the homeless shelter. Um, but she said good and bad things will happen, but the good things will be better than the bad things, and the bad things are there to help us continue to release the negativity inside the fear, inside the purge, and to come into our inner truth. I'm not excited about more bad things. I don't have another real breath of air to give uh, to it. I, I kind of just give up, and surrender is a big part of this. It's okay to surrender because you're letting go of the resistance. So if you want to take the elevator all the way to the top of this ascension, then you don't resist, um, or you try not to resist. John put out a new song. It's about gratitude, and gratitude's somebody. You know, there's people, different people talking about gratitude. Interestingly, um, and gratitude is the ability to reprogram ourselves into harmony within, because we're now focusing, like the news, 
on good news. I'm grateful for being with my family. I'm grateful to have people that share this journey with me because I'd go crazy otherwise. <clears throat> I'm grateful to know and learn from the light workers around the globe. I think it's spectacular. There's going to be a big demand for what we know and what we can teach and what we bring to our communities. It's not about competing. It's about sharing everything we know with each other in order to bring the highest vibe we can to our communities. And we'll be supported by that. I was going to say something else, but now I forget. So, um, what was it about? Yeah, the good and bad things. Uh, so whatever they are, these things are just meant to get us to continue to let go. I mean, really, I think I always knew this. I always felt this most of my life for sure. Uh, I think I talked about it before, back to about the age of four, that we would be facing our worst fear, unsolvable problems, feeling trapped, feeling not at home. Uh, home, just for reference, is obviously inner truth and harmony inside. It's a home, to, it's a journey to the heart. Um, and the gratitude aligns our mind with our heart so that when we perceive things, we see things through a higher frequency, which means we see the best in things, which allows us to act in a higher state of harmony. So the gratitude isn't something that I spend a lot of time on, but there are times that I absolutely sit back and think how fucking grateful I am for my family and to have been kicked out of my life early in order to heal and balance in this ascension and to have this channel, which I had no idea. It was a psychic that told me to put what I was writing on YouTube, and she doesn't, she's not online. <coughs> she has an email account, and that's it. She's old school, and... Uh, and so I put it up, and here we are. And that's not the future. YouTube isn't the future. She said, that's just going to have, it's just information. Information will be there when people need it. There's, there's more. And I think a lot of us will be, will be communicating with other beings. And uh, potentially learning and sharing that information with those who come to us to learn it. Um, that psychic, same psychic, this is a long time ago, told me that I would be teaching um, the teachers, I would be teaching how, how telepathy to the teachers. And I suppose this would be, this is along the lines of channeling. This is about harmonizing your frequency of consciousness with whatever it is you're trying to connect with, whether it's channeling another being or telepathy or twins or uh, entanglement when it comes to physics, telepathy or teleportation. Um, or even time travel. It's about aligning to a frequency, a space-time frequency that we would call the past, but it's just a different frequency, a multidimensional frequency. So we're going to have to see the multidimensional energy to do that. I love that stuff. I'm still passionate about that. I don't know that I'm passionate. I'm not passionate about drama, and I know that we can't interfere with the life plan, soul plan, and the people that embody karma and other things because they need to go and have certain experiences to do what they came here to do and to impact other people. When we mess with one person, we mess with everybody. And so what we, you know, we're, I'm learning there's not a lot we can do except to, to sort of heal ourselves, love ourselves, come into high self-worth, vibe to that version of reality and share that, that non-judgmental compassion and love with others and take action towards whatever passions that we do have. <clears throat> because they're going to be in line with that higher frequency, and that's leading by example. You know, there's not going to be a point in time where it's not compassion-based, because compassion is wisdom. That is the frequency of unity consciousness. This is the, where we come together in our alignment of, of consciousness is compassion, because that's what's best for all. 
And it's a natural thing for those who are empaths and who are compassionate. You can just look at something and go, this has to change, you know. Um, and, and that's what's happening. So this is under 30 minutes. Once again, sending love out to everybody. Uh, that was a very powerful experience being <laughs> live in the first healing session. Uh, but it was, it was appropriate for, for what it was meant to do for me and for others. And it gave Chris, uh, as somebody had said, it gave Chris um, the ability to, to not, I don't think he would, would go unnoticed, but n let's say more noticed to a community of light workers who realize that, uh, you know, just to realize whatever you realize from it. Some of the most powerful light workers take on the hardest roles. And they come here and they change things and have big impacts. And they have no microphone, they have no camera, they have no YouTube channel, but yet they can have the biggest impact, can't they? Okay, I'm going to leave it at that and talk to you later.